Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information here. Smack dab in the middle of the Christmas shopping season. And uh, I see already on YouTube and Facebook Live and Twitch that Captain Patrick has jumped on the bandwagon of uh, purchasing a Greg on the Stick. And uh, I apologize in advance for that if you happen to see this on YouTube. And, uh, but I, you know, maybe it's an upgrade to the typical video feed we get from Captain Patrick. I mean, we've been getting this uh, abuse, I don't know, consistently week to week uh, for the last month or so from Barry the Boater, and it's definitely been an upgrade, despite the googly eyes that he's put on, put on Greg on a stick. But uh, and we've you know. also we've all decided to contribute to your counseling too. So okay, that's your Christmas present uh, uh, counseling or is it therapy? <laughs> Might be therapy. I'm not sure. But are uh, you feeling lonely? Are you having world of boating withdrawal symptoms? Oh boy! Get your Greg on a stick today. Okay, all right. Use them as a passenger in the high occupancy lanes in your vehicle. Right. Be careful, Be careful right. where you put that uh, graphic. You, you, you can cool them off. You could cool yourself off with him. This is making me very uncomfortable. Uh, and I, I, I shouldn't feel this way during eyes, the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we do have some boating stories to navigate through here uh, today, uh, despite the fact that we're all in obviously holiday mode, a little punchy. Uh, maybe had a bit too much eggnog. That's why, that's why I'm going to blame... You know, the, your shenanigans on, at least, as opposed to mental issues. So I, I'm giving you cover, Barry. I forgot all about the eggnog. We do have that in the fridge. We do. All right. And it's mm. a, that's an easy excuse. Uh, for and I've got Williams. rum also. So Yeah. Well, you obviously been uh, hey. taking a nip or two is my guess. But hey, Barry, Patrick, uh, steer make, the ship. Can we yeah. make Greg on a stick lollipops? Uh, no. Yeah, but yes. it, would be, oh it, it would be very that's, bitter. Wow. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, Captain Patrick's inside voice comes out for all to hear <laughs> and makes us cringe equally. Anyway, Patrick, can you steer us in a better direction for the boating show today? What uh, do you think? I, I could, but I really don't. Yeah, no, please go. Move on. All right. So um, second to last show of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to continue with the tradition that we uh, started last year, which is uh, getting people we're gonna get our get, picks in what? for the boat of the year finalists for oh, 2021. I thought, I thought you were talking about the gifts that we were gonna uh, share with each member of the crew. No, because we stopped that about five years ago when we realized that despite us showering you with Christmas gifts, <laughs> you don't reciprocate in any way, shape, or form other than giving us uh, like tree branches from your backyard that you swear came from your visit to. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter type right. nonsense. It was a <laughs> it was a magic wand. I tried Those to explain to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, they didn't buy it. Regardless, the, the, okay. The, the, you know, the best 
one I think that you gifted for us, and that was for Bill and myself, and this was probably about five studios ago, mm. was I think you came back from Hawaii and you had uh, a bunch of blue donkey balls. Yes, which are chocolate-covered macadamia nuts. Yeah, those, those were really good and mm-hmm. well-received. Donkey balls. That should be in every stocking this Christmas Day. Uh, which, by the way, just make a program note, we will be uh, live with a new edition of the World of Boating on Christmas Day. You guys have what? been committed to working on Christmas Wait, Day. what? Yeah. Ah, humbug. You'll, you'll get Scrooge. holiday pay, though. Yeah, screw Holiday. He'll make us come in early yeah. the next day. That's exactly. Why. You, you Who's bringing the roast beast? The roast you, beast. You are living the radio play we did years ago. Uh, oh, scuba no. Scrooge. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, exactly. Boy. All right. So we, we got the uh, finalists for the boat of the year, according to what? Ba- Boating Magazine. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. So I'm going to run through the list. Um, everybody has give, been given ample time, Mike, to uh, review Greg. and come up mm-hmm. with their picks. So I did my homework. The yeah. first one we've got is the four, one, four Winds H4. The second boat is the Aspen C-108. Then we've got the Super Air Nautique GS-22, capital letter E for some reason, Hmm. um, which is kind of uh, self-explanatory electric. Uh, The Aquila 36 Sport Hydroglide. And last but not least, the Boston Whaler 240 Vantage. And leading us off, is going to be the guy who accurately uh, last year predicted the winner for 2020, Barry, who uh, actually picked the Axopar uh, vessel as the boat of the year. So he gets his he gets to go first with his pick. Okay, okay. on my list, I picked the uh, Aspen C108, and uh, you may ask why. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Okay. Well, What's first of all, it's a, ca- it? yeah. it's a catamaran boat, mm-hmm. but it has an asymmetrical hull. And for those that are not in the know, if you remember the movie on the TV show Hawaii Five O, they used to they would be out in those little sailing uh, little uh, boat paddle boats, and you had the the main hull, and then you had a little skinny hull on the side to keep it balanced out. Well, mm-hmm. this works similar to that, but it looks like a regular catamaran. One hull is skinnier than the other, so it makes it much more efficient. One hull has a larger engine. The other hull has a smaller engine, so it's efficient as far as fuel is concerned. Um, it has a 200-horsepower ho- outboard Yamaha on the larger hull and 115-horsepower Yamaha on the smaller hull, but it's all designed and so that they run at the same RPM range and the boat doesn't pull. Uh, it's an economical boat. Uh, the cruising speed's only about 20 miles an hour, at which it receives. Uh, it gets about 2.1 miles per gallon. The top speed's a little bit over 30 miles per hour. Here's the biggest thing. This thing is 38 feet long. The closest boat is the WorldCat 400, which is 40 feet long, so it's only two feet longer. The WorldCat is $843,000, whereas the Aspen starts at 398000 And uh, from what I read about the Aspen is that it is designed for long uh long trips uh the way it was uh designed and laid out so this looks like a really nice uh cruising boat um a very stable boat boat a, a very efficient boat and uh i think this one out of those 
I'm not taking anything away from the other boats. I think they're all great, but I think this is going to be the one that stands out this year. Hmm. I, I will say, when you look at the pictures of it, you don't see the, the different size in the hulls, at least from the pictures they provide at Boating Magazine. Is that That's right? correct. The, the length is the same. It's just one hull is skinnier. And as you know, um, the less water hitting your hull, the more efficient it is. So what they've done is they've given you the stability of a catamaran, but you save some fuel by going to, with one hull that's skinnier than the other. Right. Would you say? Would you say that this is a is this a a cat that gets up on plane, or is this more of a trawler type? No, uh, it does not get on plane. It kind of just plows through the water, but it has very very sharp bows. So I think it's going to make a nice smooth ride, even in choppy water. Hmm. And is that kind of what uh, Boating Magazine says about it too, Patrick, or what? Um. They say, I mean, why did it make refer, the li- their list? Refer to Barry the Boater. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just think, I think mainly because of the hull, the way it's designed now. If you're OCD like me, you may look at it and say, oh, one hull is skinnier than the other. Um, but I can live with it because of the way it's designed. It's going to save on fuel. And that's going to become the biggest thing in the future is fuel costs. Yeah. Well, so. if you're if you're not it, it, and to a trawler stamp or trawler like, um, you know, you're looking at a top speed of thirty miles an hour, but you've got a range of just over five hundred miles. Right. So it's 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 got a a, a very long range. Uh, it's fuel efficient and it's very stable. And because it's a catamaran, that means it's also uh, uses a shallow draft. And once again, you can't AD really hull. tell from the pictures that one hull is uh, narrower than the other. I mean, I, I'm sure you would if you're on board, but like when it's cruising by, it just looks like another typical, uh, uh, you know, motorized catamaran, you think? Right. Now, yeah, but you will be able to tell because you'll see one motor is 115 horsepower versus the other, which is 200. Mm, okay. If That's you're the only way you're going to. From the back, yeah. yeah. From so the back, it's asymmetrical yeah. uh, hull design and asymmetrical power. Well, it's because they realize that you don't need a 200 horsepower engine on the skinnier uh, hull. So yeah. if you if you did put the same engines on both sides, what would it te- it would tend to want to turn mm. into the uh, so one direction matched. or the other? So yeah. it's matched. Gotcha. Yeah. So they really that. spent some time engineering it. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. So that's Barry the boater's pick for the best boat for 2021 uh, you know, well, at least from the finalists that boating magazine has picked we'll see what the rest of the crew has picked and if it lines up with your your picks as well on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast now this won't hurt a bit it's a jolly jolly song the song I want to sing Just melodies of ding-dong-ding With love for our great king Feel free to sing along. This is the World of Boating. Merry Christmas to you. Hopefully you're making the best of the holidays. Uh, I am uh, Greg the... Uh, well, Greg, your first mate. Googly Captain eye. Patrick. We got... Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you're throwing me <laughs> off there, Barry. Quit it. Barry the, okay. Barry the boater. <laughs> Has his Greg on the stick, and he's doing obscene uh, things to it that you can see on YouTube Live and Facebook and everything else. Uh, wait, Mike the wait, Mariner. Wait till we make those our virtual backgrounds, Greg. Yeah, yeah, we're we're thinking of spinoffs on this now. Oh boy, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> it's my worst nightmare. All right, your wife so, ordered uh, twenty of them. Barry has oh. shared his uh, thoughts on what he thinks will win uh, boat of the year. Among the finalists of uh, the list that was provided by Boating Magazine. How, how many are there? There's six, five or six that they narrowed uh, it down to, Patrick? What do we 372. Got? We ran through all 372 at the beginning of the show. Liar! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there was, what, five? Yeah, I think okay. it was five. Yeah, it was and five. so Barry's pick once again was the, what is it, Barry? The Aspen C-108. Okay. He just likes I don't know layout. why they give it those numbers. Yeah, I'd like the layout of it. I, okay. I, see, I, right. I detect a pattern with you, Barry. You're sticking with the boats that begin with the letter A. Mm-hmm. You're just picking the first one alphabetically. Sure. Well, why not? System. That's yeah. the way I set up my children. They're A, B, C, D. You know, it's easier that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Especially when you get older like me. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Well, he shared his thoughts on that. So uh, who's next? Uh, uh, that would be Mike. All right, Mike. All right, I'll go next, and I did the same thing. I just picked the letter A. 
<laughs> I went with the Aquila 36. Oh, you not, bastard. Not, <laughs> hey, man, not to take away, not to take away from some of the other boats. I mean, there, there's some pretty cool boats there. The Four Winds, nice that boat. That boat is ugly. But really? it's tradition, very traditional. Ugh. The, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the other one, the, the uh, Super Aeronautique that's, uh, you know, powered by uh, an electric motor. Hey, that's kind of cool, but it's a very narrow use boat, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's a very specialized boat. and Maybe it wins a category for that that type of boat. But mm-hmm. when you look at the Aquila and 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 what they've done to to improve the efficiency and stability of of a, a boat design that can sometimes have some compromises, the, the cat the cat design in, in certain sea states. Um, and the, the way they were able to incorporate a hydrofoil into the hull design to exponentially increase the efficiency and the speed, the cruise speed, mm-hmm. and also the handling. Um, most cats, you know, in a tight turn tend to lean to the outside. Incorporating this hydrofoil um, changes that um, that dynamic to a more traditional expectation of a boat where when you're turning the boat, it leans into the turn. I think that's a, that's a big deal. Plus just that inherent design with a very wide beam, uh, even though it's only a, a 36 foot boat, it's really a much larger vessel. With right. Because a, a of the cat design. Accommod- yeah, yeah. A lot more, more accommodation. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of really cool elements to what they've done with that boat. And again, not taking away from some of the others, but um, when you can just add to the hull design uh, an element that on the same horsepower gives you another seven or eight knots and another, you know, half a mile uh, uh, per gallon, then you've done something pretty special with a, with a boat design. And let's not forget uh, the Aquila, uh, I think, is definitely the best name of a boat on the list. Uh, Aquila. Rhymes with tequila gets my vote. I agree. Okay. Yeah, What's see? Next? That, that, that's actually why I chose it. Yeah, of course. See, right. It's just good marketing. Patrick <laughs> is shaking his head in agreement. I see. Clear as day on Facebook Live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it gets my vote too, just because I like the name of it as well. Well, we, your your system for picking winners is uh, abhorrent. Flawless. Actually, <laughs> every time I pick the winner, so I think I'm a I'm a so I, I'm picking that as well. So I'm with uh, Mike the Mariner on this. Well, so well that leaves you, Patrick. Do you have a pick that you're willing to yeah, share? Yeah, mine as uh, when Mike announced his pick. If you heard my, uh, I uh, did, but I blocked it out. And uh, my so. my exclamation is because I I too felt that this boat rhymed with uh, tequila. For- for a variety of different reasons, um, really it sets itself apart from the others. I think the runner-up will probably be the Nautique Electric, um, but that is a use-specific boat. Um, but the the Aquila, for for some of the reasons that Mike's pointed out, uh, what we've seen boaters uh, gravitate towards is you know the larger cruiser type, but they want it in a in a smaller package in thirty six really kind of fits that you get the stability of the cat hull you get the performance of the foil and this boat uh as compared to the uh the one that barry uh picked this has got a top speed of 44.7 miles per hour and you're getting almost a mile per gallon so you you've got uh you know a 300 and 
356, theoretically, mile range. Call it 322. Um, that's that's a uh, that's a nice run. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 a fair distance. And they compared it against their non-foil uh, version of that boat, where you've got 300 horsepower outboards versus the 400 on the non-foil. And the 300 horsepower, you got less cost, less fuel burn, better performance overall. The layout of the boat, the stability of a cat, the versatility, uh, the handling aspect, the, the fuel economy. This would be my pick for boat of the year. Uh, second, I think, would be the uh, Nautique. Um, nothing against four wins um, because, again, everybody's got their... Uh, what their likes and dislikes. I just find that boat that just the picture they have of the color scheme. Oof, that, that is, that is a harsh looking boat. And I'm not a fan of this kind of that. I, I just don't like that contrast, that dark interior. Um, I think Chris craft already does that style, um, kind of that throwback. Um, and I think they do it better. Um, and if I was picking a third on the list, it'd probably be the Boston Whaler 240 Vantage. So those, and, those and why? Why three. why do you not like the Boston Whaler? Just too traditional? Well, it's kind of been there, done that, but what they did in that 240 uh package is, you know, you've got a trailerable boat. Um, so and it's a dual console, you got a nice hard top there, single engine outboard. So, you know, you're 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 not looking at something that is so big that you can't trailer it. You got to dry stack it. You got to have it on a lift. Uh, something that's certainly uh, in the more affordable range. If you're always looking at a Boston Whaler, but you're kind of put off by the price of the larger boats, um, and you wanted something that was trailerable, this kind of fits that niche, if you will. There you go. So he likes the Aquila because it rhymes with tequila. I think that's what that I That is heard. incorrect. And uh, we'll uh, finish up this list and our thoughts on it next on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that is me, along with Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out this crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and discuss the list that Boating Magazine came up with uh, as they narrowed it down to five different boats for Boat of the Year for 2021. And uh, the Kila, uh, three out of our four crew have voted for that one. We'll have to wait till when to know what Boating Magazine has decided, or are they putting uh, it out as a vote? Sometime in January. Is it, is it a vote to their readers that they're doing this, or is it like the no, editors? No, they, they have their editorial board, and right. Um, okay, you know the the thing that I I like about what they do with that, it's it, I always would look at things like that when boating magazines would do boat reviews, and they never find anything you know bad, and then you go you know four pages past the review, and you see you know a two page ad for that particular manufacturer, uh-huh. and it's like, eh, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. With this, you know, it it certainly seems that when they give their reasons, um, they've gone pretty in-depth and looked at it. And it doesn't come down to, I think, really how much that particular uh, manufacturer may be spending on advertising with that particular publication as much as... They would never admit it. I'll tell you that much. 
I actually called up an editor once and asked him about that, and he was highly offended <laughs> by my accusation. Like, uh, would they be in the top five if they weren't advertising in uh, the magazine? And uh, he was like, uh, what are you, I'm what are you trying offended. to say? Yeah, <laughs> he, he almost hung up on me. Uh, like, who is this? Yeah, like, who do you think you are calling me out like that? And I was like, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it looks that way, you know, but uh, it is what it How'd is. How'd you get this number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, they, I'm sure they have their criteria, and uh, and it's on the up and up. I mean, but, but you know, it, it all it is is it comes down to when it's things like that, it's somebody's opinion, too. So whether it's a review of the boat or a survey or whatever, you know, it, nothing, it, nothing should gather more weight than you know uh your own personal interaction with the vessel if you go look at it you know in person or you know read sure. multiple it's, sources it's the, the, is my the point. type of boating that you want to do and yeah, how absolutely. you want to do it yes. and you know down in barry's area you're starting to see a whole bunch of those axle cars uh, in and around uh and you, you see them on the... Uh, SOPARs are boats, just for the record. Okay, just mm-hmm. make it Axopar. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Have you seen that new Santa they just hired? Yeah, he's back there drunk. It was late at night on Christmas Eve. I was dreaming of the soft white snow. White snow. I was awoken by a noise near the Christmas tree. What it was, I did not know. It was Santa Claus. He was bringing me some gifts. Unfortunately, I did not know that. I didn't know. So I quietly snuck up behind him, and I shot him five times in the back. It went pow, 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 pow. And that's when I heard my telephone. It was Auntie Jean looking for Uncle Bob. She said he left the house dressed as Santa Claus, but he didn't come home last night. Have you seen him? God, I hope he's all right. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. Uh, during the holidays, things get a little wacky here at headquarters, and we only feel uh, it's appropriate that we share the joy. Of the you know, season with our uh, passengers, and you're welcome, and we apologize. The, the one thing I don't know if you noticed is that the boat that you three have picked are catamaran. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah we, I, we we actually mentioned that. Right? Oh, we did. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was drinking. Go back to sleep, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I found my uh, rum and my eggnog. You're right. Yeah, Except add a little Greg, eggnog Greg to that rum. That it was a catamaran. Greg just mentioned that it begins with the letter A. Yeah. Well, and it rhymes with tequila. Yeah, you you mentioned that. I was trying to kind of. Did you pour me that. an eggnog, by the way? That's right. Oh, Pusser's rum. That's, That's right. The best rum out there. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, Mike, you you had some closing thoughts on the tequila. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier, you know how people use boats, and and I really really like this boat. There are some things that I would hope from a propulsion standpoint down the road when the technology is mature could be incorporated to make it an even better choice. But 
it's, you know, it, the way this boat is designed is really set up for, you know, high speed cruise, not, not, not kind of a uh, displacement speeds. If you look at the performance chart at, uh, you know, 2000 RPMs, you know, that that's, that's about uh, the most uh, efficient you'll get maybe 1500 RPMs. But, um, other than that, you're, you know, right, right at or below max cruise efficiency. So like in my boat at 1600 RPMs, I'm getting about three miles per gallon, you know, and, and that's a displacement speed. I'm not up on plane. Mm-hmm. So I have a pretty extended cruise at a slow speed and a boat this size, you can't run it fast in every waterway. So, um, just from an efficiency standpoint, um, it, 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 it's a choice in how you're going to use a boat like this. You know, it's, it's not going to be your, you know, maybe, you know, great looper type of a boat. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, maybe, uh, happy middle ground. And yeah, like a coastal yeah. cruiser kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it has the amenities and the space you need, but uh, you wouldn't buy this boat to do the loop, I don't believe. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, if you stock it right, why not? It has less draft than a deeper V-hull. I'm, I'm just talking about from a fuel efficiency and, and fuel cost standpoint well, compared yeah, you're to running, other vessels yeah. that run at displacement speeds far more efficiently. Except for the one I picked, of course. Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the catamaran uh, just layout of vessels, just in general, because you get uh, that extra deck space. You know, when you want to work on your tan lines, and Barry will back me up on this. You know that thong that he wears. Uh, it's you know, called a speedo. It's it, not a thong. It, I mean, look at Barry. He needs a little more deck space when he's laying out and getting the race, <laughs> right? You, you said you said deck space, right? I think. <laughs> okay, just yeah. making sure. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll know in January what Boating Magazine has decided uh, will come away as the champion for 2021. Are, are there any boats that they missed from their list that you think should have been on there, Patrick? Or did you go that deep on this? Uh, based on what we've talked about over the year, you know, we, we've talked about some new models coming in. I, I really don't think so. You know, uh, these cup, couple of these were kind of not even on my radar, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, th- to your point, I mean, the cat, uh, I've always liked those layouts. Uh, I like the stability. Um, so if you're a boater or you've got people that you boat with that are prone to, you know, motion sickness and you're looking at a, uh, a traditional hull, you know, single hull boat and, you know, the cost of a uh, stabilizing system, it, Really not going to need that on this. You shouldn't. Um, with the advances in handling with joystick, with outboards, uh, makes maneuvering a boat like this in close quarters uh, a lot easier than in the past. Uh, to Mike's point, as you know, diesel outboards, uh, most notably by Cox Marine, um, come more into play. Uh, does is that something that would be an option for a boat like this that you would get better? Increased performance and uh, a longer range, um, or even with the incoming electric uh, outboards um, and a power bank system on board, and maybe even turning the top of that cat into a uh, solar panel system that, you know, I can cruise for virtually uh, nothing. I'm not interested in, you know, running at 44. I want to be able to, to, you know, I want to run at 25, 30. 
um, and I'm going to do day hops here and there. And, you know, is that something that going forward is an option on a boat like this? What's your prediction for one of these uh, type of vessels uh, taking the, you know, taking the top spot in the next few years? You think that's going to happen? I think it'll probably happen within the next five years. That's my prediction. What do you think, Patrick? Take the top spot from what? Like an electric or solar powered type of vessel like that. Oh, okay. Well, I, th- I think electric certainly is incoming, as evidenced by the, the Super Air Nautique entry there. Uh, but again, or Novolux, kind of use- like the guy from Novolux that we had yeah. on. You know, those type of vessels are cats and solar-powered and electric-powered uh, propulsion. I, I don't know. I think within five years, that's my prediction, it'll, it'll win the top spot. But do you think it'll be that quick or no? Uh, I don't think it'll be that quick because, again, your your performance aspect on the electric power um, and the range, as as Mike was talking about, you know, it's got to be something that his as technology advances, that's got to increase to make it to where somebody is like, uh, okay, I don't want to run at 15 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour. I want to be able to, to really get this boat to move because I want to make some time. But if you're that day cruiser that just wants to go out and anchor out out somewhere in the water, man, it it, it, it it's it's certainly going to be more cost effective and you got uh, boat manufacturers in the U.S. that are making boats in the 30 to 42 foot range that are looking at, you know, taking generators out and they're putting in inverter power bank systems. And that's that's going to be the future. If anything, you're going to see generators in the next five years are going to be kind of hard to find on new boats. And I think you're going to see more inverter power bank type systems instead. Barry, what say you? Well, I agree. As, as far as the electric is concerned, I think the boats like the Nautique may be up there in the next five years. And, and one of the reasons why is I think a lot of people that sail, they're not looking to get from point A to point B overnight. They're looking for a nice, not, I would say, slow cruise, but these are definitely faster than, I think, sailboats when they're cruising. But that 30, 35 mile an hour uh, speed with a range of uh, three or 400 mile, miles per day is about what they're looking for. So I think in the next five years, you're going to see that, especially like in the Nobelux where they, they have the panels up there and maybe mm-hmm. even a couple of wind generators that are, you know, drawing some power as they move along. I agree. So you think within the next five years, one of those could take the top spot. Sounds mm-hmm. like to me what you're saying. I think there, as they get, as the uh, battery technology gets better and mm-hmm. stronger, uh, the ability to charge them faster, you know, you may set up, you were talking about doing the great loop. You may be able to set up where you stop every 400 miles and you go to a dock where they have plug-in power and you could charge everything up overnight. Whatever the solar cells did not help you with kind of topping off overnight is going to make for a nice, quiet cruise up there. Yeah. Mike the Mariner, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think technology will advance and and we'll see. Uh, I think the big corner that has to be turned is is propulsion. Uh, hull designs are 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 obviously advancing with stepped hulls and the hydrofoil technology, such as the Aquila has and things like that. But propulsion is really the center of of the the next wave of uh, marine technology. And I think, you know, electrification. I, I'm still a little bit of a skeptic on that as far as you know, dedicated um, power source, only because of you know some of the things they haven't worked out yet you know if a battery catches on fire it does not go out 
until yeah. the boat sinks. And that's not good. You know? No, that's yeah. a, that's an issue. Barry, what about you? But, you got something well, you else? Were ta- are you talking about propulsion, as in motors? Because if I recall, a lot of the news cruise ships, new cruise ships, don't they use electric pods to move these ships? There's, there's they no, do. They, yeah. they do, but they're powered by gen- diesel generators. Yeah, yes, yeah, diesel exactly. generators to make that fuel. Yeah, yep. there's still some issues they got to work out, but it's it's coming. And I guess we'll have to wait and see how it evolves. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you know christmas is a special time in mr robinson's neighborhood it's a time for giving and look what mr landlord gave me it's an eviction notice <laughs> Shooting all the reindeer with my brand new gun. The one I had to buy myself because Santa never comes. Santa, you suck. Santa, you never showed up. All right, here we go. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. I don't know if that, uh, if that doesn't put you in the mood. Well, actually, it, it, it probably wouldn't put you in the mood it's very jolly yeah well, i don't know if it's that uh, there's a lot of pent-up angst in uh that guy's 
I don't know if he's really in the proper mindset for the holidays, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, we we get, we try to cover all the bases here during the holidays at the World of Boating, and we apologized in advance, so we're good. Yeah, hey Greg, before yeah. we get to the last story, mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of an urgent update for any of our listeners out there. If they have a ghost GOST um, satellite system, mm-hmm. you have an urgent update um through uh inmarsat is upgrading its network and you have to upgrade to the next generation inmarsat data pro series tracking antennas um you can find out more about that if you have that particular type of system on your vessel or you know somebody uh on the worldofboating.com or the world of boating facebook page that story is posted uh through soundings trade only um, they've been working on this for about the past year, um, but it's going to be one of those when they uh, upgrade that if you don't do the upgrade, your system is not going to work. And, and what does it do? Mon- monitor your, uh, you know, different, um, you know, systems on the vessel or is it like a boating low jack thing? What is it? A satellite tracking system. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's not a proprietary GPS system. It's for tracking the boat. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you if yeah, you got that, bug or um, right? Well, it'd uh, be a ghost, not a bug. Uh, it'd be mm-hmm. a ghost. Yeah. It's like a spirit, uh, a lingering <laughs> odor. Now, Greg, <laughs> this is for you, buddy. Okay, Uh-oh. thank you. Here we go. Your what, gift to me. How how much would you pay if you could incorporate the wonder of flight with the exhilaration of boating at? 180 miles an hour. Okay, like oh, a flying oh. boat, like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Sea glider. <laughs> and I did say Chitty. Yeah. 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 These are these are sea gliders. Uh yeah. the company is called Regent and in 2022 they will be testing a scaled version of their futuristic all-electric sea glider that will go 180 miles per hour and mm-hmm. they're going to test it of all places, which I'm sure will not cause any issues whatsoever, uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. So what is significant about that historically? Yeah, because they already have flying boats. So Tampa Bay happens to be where the very first regularly scheduled airline flights took place. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Mike the Mariner is a plethora of uh, aviation uh, information. I love that. Who builds this boat, this flying boat? Regent. Okay. Regent. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. You've got got a bunch of uh, MIT-trained ex-Boeing engineers. Now, MIT-trained is good. Uh, Ex-Boeing engineers would cause me a little bit of concern uh, as to why they're ex-Boeing engineers. Yeah. but this is a zero emission sea glider uh, that they're expecting to hit the market within five years. So kind of kind of falls in with your five year uh, forecast range there, Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how big these, will it be? Huh? How big will it be? Do they, do they, have they already? It's got said? eight engines on it. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. but they're all electric, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, eight motors, not really engines, but wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess they figured that battery propulsion or battery technology is going to really increase because. You're up in the air flying in this thing. Well, and when it runs well, out not, of not uh, juice, either. it's going to just yeah. drift back down to the to the water. So, I mean, 
you know, I guess so, there's so, advantage there. Yeah, it doesn't go up to high altitude. It flies uh, basically on a cushion of air um, about you know, 35 to 40 feet above the, the, the water. So um, the cool thing, you know, the Russians did this back in the, uh, in the 60s. They hovercraft, a, a, yeah. The, it, not a hovercraft. It was a, it was a winged uh, aircraft just like this. It was a, it was a sea glider that, that would ride. It was actually a bomb. It was an attack aircraft that they, that they designed. It didn't really go anywhere. But here, this application is pretty cool because, you know, this could be, you know, uh, an air shuttle. Uh, from say Sarasota to Key West mm-hmm. okay. uh, and back, the the range is five hundred miles. Wow! If you're wow. carrying what eight people, nine people? Oh, um, Miami to Bimini and back. Right. I mean this 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 really is pretty exciting. Now I do I wonder know, if I mean, it was rough seas though. Wouldn't that cause uh, turbulence in the air too? If you're going over rough seas, I would think it might. Well, you're talking about what fifteen foot waves? I don't think you'd be flying out there. Well, that. no, but just the difference in the wave uh, height wouldn't that affect the? Uh, I mean, because the air would create a wave in the air for an airplane. That's that's why you you're, have you're the pilot. You I know that's us. why I'm. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, well, you're a genius. You're for, the pilot. Well, there's the turbulence. I'm guessing they've they've kind of taken that into account in some capacity. Yeah, but, I'm uh, sure. But, I'm sure it has some parameters and whether. You know, weather limits that you'd want to incorporate into your flight planning. Right. Well, so the answer to your question, Patrick, is yes, I would like one under my tree for Christmas. And that's what I will expect from you this year uh, for the holiday next week. Okay. And by the way, don't be late for the show. Remember, you got to work. Remember, you got to work next week. So don't let that keep you from uh, ordering that and having it show up at my place. All right. Thank you, Ebenezer. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, till next week, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, is, life better. is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. Come back, bear. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.